Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Okay, we're recording. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. Both Mateo and I are in New York and it is cold. We're recording in the morning, which is actually different for us. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. And also, it's I live on a very busy street in New York City. Mm-hmm. And, but during the daytime, it's quiet, especially the morning. So it's weird to like sit here and like have complete peace and quiet <laughs> looking out on my street. That's so nice when it's quiet in the West Village, too. I wonder if it's like that. Coffee makes me want to make. Can I make coffee right now? Is that going to be too much noise? I have no idea. Let's find out. I really need coffee. I'm watching you drink coffee. You haven't had coffee yet? I had a little bit of coffee, but I made coffee for somebody else. So I didn't get all the coffee that I wanted. Oh, you made coffee for somebody else? That Mm -hmm. do tell. You know, it's just I did. And uh, there's some stranger out in the street. You just hand them a coffee. I like you, Emma, am, a, am someone who gives back to the community. Yes. Yeah. So I made coffee for a complete stranger in the street. No, I'm that would be friend. crazy to do to give someone coffee in New York City. You would get you would be pummeled by the police, arrested, yes. dragged in. No one. And, and there's nothing you could say to defend yourself if you were like, well, Matei, why'd you go to jail? I gave coffee to a stranger. Everybody would be like, well, what were you thinking? Like, no one would be like, oh, he was trying to be nice. You know what I mean? But also, I make coffee the Italian way, and some Cubans make it the same way, too. Yep. It's in a machine called La Mocha. And uh, it's, it's... It's that little thing, right? The little... Yeah. yeah. Silver, like, it looks like an upside down. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is, actually. But um, it, it looks just, like it belongs in a bomb shelter. Kind of does it. It feels very like 1950s, doesn't it? Like, yes, this is silver, silver yes. and titanium, and that will help your house. And ah. what was that transatlantic voice that everybody used back then? I don't know. Hello, my name is Tom, and I'm here. Today, the news are gonna have a bar. Yes, that's right. Uh, all Americans are happy and all families are happy. Why, <laughs> look at little Timmy rejoicing. Happy to have a merry, merry Christmas. This Christmas, if you are it's like, what is this? Yeah, where was that guy? What if, what if that's just yeah. a guy that was the one on the speaker, but no one else sounded like that? So everyone was listening to him like, oh, fuck. like now this guy is going to be the one. Everyone's going to think we sounded like this asshole. Like it'd be like if all of a sudden, like some newscaster was like, well, welcome to 2020. And then Hello, everyone, welcome to 2020. My name's Tom. And here we're going to talk about Pfizer. Everyone thought that's what they're like. Oh, that's what they all sounded like. Back then, it's like, no, that one guy was just the loudest. Well, somebody said to me, and I have absolutely no idea if this is true. So listeners, let us know if this is true. That the transatlantic accent, that sort of like, sorry, that kind mm-hmm. of accent is this. Again, I don't know if this is true, but it's because when people watch movies or radio, listen to radio back then, the, to separate from real life, they had the transatlantic accent. So people oh. watching, it was an indication of like, this is a movie. Oh, that is so sense? interesting. It makes total sense. And that's so interesting. I get yeah. that. It's like when you do a voice, you know, a lot of comedians do it sometimes when they'll do like certain voices to reflect their inner thoughts. So it's like, yeah. I know I'm speaking, but then this is the voice where it's what I'm thinking. Like, blah, blah, blah. Jim Gaffigan does it a lot. By the way, I, I was never one of those comedians. In the beginning, I definitely was. But now I'm not. 
In the beginning, I, I'd stage, I literally just was talking like Ellen DeGeneres. I'm not mm-hmm. making this up. I was, that's all I knew what stand-up was. So like when you're on stage, I was like, my mannerisms or like the tone of my voice was Ellen. Like mm-hmm. I go back and listen because I wasn't, I was too afraid to be myself. Sure. Now I'm very much myself on stage. I don't put on a voice, but I do know some comics that like, you'll have a conversation with them. And then all of a sudden they go on stage and they're using a completely different voice. And I'm like, wait. Yes. I was talking about that the other day. Actually, I was saying how with podcasting, everybody I know is pretty much like how they are on podcasts. Like I was like, I can't think of anyone where I'm like, oh, they're so different when they're podcasting. But with comedy, it's much more common for someone on stage to be different from how they are off stage. Right. And I get that. Like, look, we're not exactly the same. Right. You are performing. Right. I mean, you are up there performing in a sense. I mean, there's very few people who I think there's zero different, like Lisa Traeger. Right. <laughs> there's, she just sort of waltzes on stage and is exactly who she right. is, which is such a rare quality. Yes. But um, I feel like I, I think you and I both do a pretty good job. Yeah. It's usually of, just a little bit for me more, or I'm more organized when I'm doing stand up because I have to be, you know, like. It's in like what a, sense? A, well, I, I pre-thought out what I'm going to say. So I'm like, okay, it's 15 minutes and this is what I'm talking about. Or maybe this other thing type thing. I'm making cappuccino again. It is really cold in New York. It wasn't cold. It was so, so nice. It still is nice. It's beautiful. But in the past, I guess, two days, it's gotten, feels very chilly. It's cold. It's cold. And I watched Home Alone last night. Nice. Because it's so cold. Here's the thing with Home Alone. Home Alone 1 and 2. Home Alone is a great movie. The gag of, like, people falling and hurting themselves is really only reserved for the last, like, 10 to 15 minutes of the movie when the, the, the people come in the house. But right. most of the movie is a story about a mother trying to get home to her son. And What's his, the kid's name? Kevin McAllister. Kevin, yeah, yeah. Then we watched Home Alone 2, which he already looks like he's like 16 playing a four-year-old. Right. And Catherine O'Hara, for some reason, is wearing a wig in the second movie, but it looks great. Um, that movie's gag, like, everything is a shtick. Like, right. in the beginning, like, they're in the choir and all the kids fall down. The teacher gets hit by the, the tree. She falls down. Like, there's just gag after gag after gag. Right. And it's also the exact same movie. It is verbatim the exact same movie. Instead of the shovel guy, it's the bird woman. Instead, you know what I mean? It's like, which I used to joke, really does look like if Sam Smith was a bird lady in Central Park, he could have played that role. I'm not kidding you. Like him and that woman have a lot of like, he, that woman could have been his mother. Like if I looked at that woman, I'd be like, you're Sam Smith's mother. But um, it's the same movie as the Trying first. Trying to get that money in. Oh, if it, yeah. Every time I saw her, I just saw her with birds being like, you say I'm crazy. But um, I don't know. So Home Alone 2, I, I think we all thought was a great movie, but I watched it again. And I was like, this is not a good movie. You guys watch Home Alone 1 and 2? Yes. Guys, yeah. just me. Just you. Oh, I had a, I was supposed to do a show last night that I got, and I got canceled, which... Same. Oh, we were probably, probably both supposed to do the stand. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I hate when we're on the same shows that don't know it. And then we see each other and I'm like, Emma. <laughs> I'm there tonight and tomorrow night. Too. Same. Yeah. I'm there tonight. The, the Patrick's really like great about it's going to I hope it's not too um, 
cold. What's the, te- what's the temperature supposed cold. to be today? It is cold. It's quite cold. And are we performing outside? I don't know. See, guys, it's the wild west out here. Like right now. I mean, there was this one show I did, I think it was last week, and it was on a really high building. So it was cold upon cold. And it was just crazy because there was a building next to it that was under construction. So, you know, the tarps, when they like cover up the construction that they're doing, the Mm -hmm. tarps were flapping. So while the comedian was on, it was like (laughs) just this (laughs) insane noise. And I don't know. And the, and the audience was still there. There was like 10 people that were just still sitting there. And I went on last and I was like, guys, like, what are you doing here? And what am I, I mean, here we are. It was, it was fun though. Comedy is so, I was talking to Keith Robinson about this. It's just, it's (laughs) It's fun. And then some guy started smoking pot and I was, there was, there was people behind him. So I was like, Hey, we can see you, you know, just I mean, also fine at this point. I don't right. Know. And I was like, what kind of drugs, what, what kind of things are you smoking? He goes drugs. And I was like, okay. Crack I, cocaine. I said to the guy meth. behind him, I said, do you have any allergies? You know, is this mm. going to bother you? And the guy was like, it's fine, but it's not drugs. It's tobacco. And so I was like, did you lie? Is it tobacco? And he was like, yeah, it's tobacco. And I was like, okay, well, actually I'm cool with you smoking pot, but I feel like if it's tobacco, it's kind of rude. Cause he was in the middle of the audience. I was like, now you're getting tobacco everywhere. I was like, why don't you, I was like, and then I like went on and then I went back to him and I was like, how about you go sit over there? So the tobacco doesn't get in anyone's face. And he was like, uh-huh. okay. But then I was, I First mean, of I all, like a who's calling it tobacco? Just say you're smoking a cigarette. cigarette. Or I, I think it was me. Tobacco. He had rolled it, but I think it was me that was calling it tobacco. I was calling it drugs and tobacco. Hey, sounding hey, like a real tobacco. Old. Yeah. Hey, yeah. All right. What do you? I think I said, "What are you smoking? Drugs?" And then he was like, "Yeah, drugs." Drugs. Like, are you a dare officer? Right. And then I was like, "Is it pot or tobacco?" And he was like, "Pot." And then the other guy was like, "Tobacco." So I was like, "Okay, buddy." You know. And it was just this like young hipster kid that was sitting outside in the in the cold. I don't know. Uh, um, I bought a new iPhone. Oh, that's exciting. So Full it's price or del- monthly? It's bit monthly, girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's being delivered today. Who pays full price for these things? They're like, you can pay $25 a month or $10,000 now. And you're like, I, well, because I, I think maybe with interest, you actually save money if you pay it all up front. But like, yeah. I don't have a paycheck coming in for a long right. time. And the only reason I'm getting the new phone is um, my phone is literally falling apart. Like, Hey, if you need it, you need it. I do need it. You need it. You need it. But it's like being delivered today. And so I, I think it's for being, it has to be signed. So I'm just anxiously waiting at home all day for this fucking phone yeah. to come. I feel like a, like, like I'm waiting for the stork to arrive and bring right. my new child. Right. We're just so addicted to our phones. I, know. I don't have uh, the um, AirPods. Do I need to get those? I got them. I think they're great, but I, misplace them all the time so i'll like have them in while i'm like reading in bed or something and then i'll wake up and have one in and i'll always like have one (laughs) but they are good they're easy to lose i think which i find most things easy to lose but i find them extra easy i want to get the ones that like have the thing so it sticks in your ear because it seems like apple did not have human ears in mind when they did when they designed their their yeah they did it on pugs Maybe I'll get the, the, the no, I, w- I wouldn't get AirPods with the new iPhone, would I? You They don't give them to you, but you could get them. Oh. You know, um, 
Robin Shaw, I don't have ah, had quite I congratulated a week. her. Tell yeah, the story. she's had quite a week. So Robin Shaw posts a lot of videos and she has been for a long time. Robin's mm. been in the podcast before. And mm. she had a video go viral, I think two months ago, about two months ago, because the next day she was opening for me at a show in New Jersey and she'd had a video go viral for talking about being the quote unquote, this is the character description, fat girl eating cake in ASAP Rocky video. She only got paid a hundred bucks and she just talked about how someone on Craigslist said I'll give you a hundred bucks to eat cake. Okay. Should we call her now and invite her on the show? If she wants She's to busy. She's in meetings all day. She's doing entertainment tonight. Like all she these is? agencies called yeah. her BuzzFeed. Yeah. She's been doing like <laughs> doing back-to-back interviews all day since Good. yesterday and today and the next day. So Good. she, so she had that video go viral. Then she's posting, posting, posting. And then she did a video like two, three days ago about her 2020 goals. And it started going viral. But it yeah, was, I mean, I'm, viral. I'm she so happy jumped for her, 15,000 followers yesterday. She's almost at 40,000 today. Wow. Oh, my God. She's going to be so happy. The thing, too, is like, you know, I, it's, it really is inspiring because she'll have, she had her videos that do well. And then she would have videos that would, you know, if you're going it off of views and weren't doing well and she kept posting those videos like sometimes if i'll have a video and it gets drastically less engagement i'll just delete it she was like nope and just kept bam 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 and then this click you know she does her well i was gonna say she also is someone i remember from the beginning since i met her at caroline's i remember talking to someone about robin and i said there's just something about her oh she's she'll make it She'll yeah, make it. I, I agree. I've mentioned her to every, anytime I have a rep where I work with someone, actually, it's funny, this person that I, this agency I had recommended her to, she just screen grabbed it and they reached out to her. And I was like, mm. I, I had recommended, but her to them, but they didn't like, weren't interested. So I never even told her I recommended them to her, but they must have not even, rem- it's just the business is such bullshit too. Cause people will meet, right. hear about someone. I've met people where I've it's met like them and they're not interested. Those. And then I do meet them and they are interested. And they're like, oh, it's so great to meet you. And I'm like, motherfucker, we met. You just didn't right. care at the time. I didn't do it. It's I like, oh, now because I'm doing this, you care. At this right. Also, they're like, like right. Who are like, of course. How many credits do you have? Oh, now we can hang out. Yeah, and like, you're like, what? do you think I didn't remember? Like, it's not mm-hmm. that. I'm not. I'm not stupid. Stupid. Like, we're, you know, but it's also, not. it's like for Robin. I mean, Robin also, yeah. it's like now that Chelsea Handler is commenting on her Instagram post. Sure. Makes her more Kim talented. Kardashian. No, Robin's been talented since the beginning. Kim right. Kardashian t- tweet or t- messaged her. And Jennifer Aniston and Jennifer Lawrence. Robin. And Jennifer Love work. Hewitt, my personal favorite. Well, you know what? Inside the closet, loved Robin from the beginning. It's true. I have a question about Jennifer Love Hewitt. Would you, would you mind pulling her up on Google right now? Because I have a question. Okay. I have plenty of answers. Now, I lo- I'm a big fan. Big fan. I think she really <laughs> helped me discover my that I was gay at a young age. But her face is unrecognizable. I'm not saying in a bad way. I'm not saying I don't have enough Botox to kill a small farm right now. But <laughs> I don't recognize her. And I'm just going to say it because I know she doesn't listen to this. I'm not a mean thing. Her nose job makes her look unrecognizable. Am I wrong? I don't think she got a nose job at all. So hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully it's just I'm Instagram. looking at pictures of I her in 2020. Okay. Let's look, guys. So big, big, any lesbians listening, bisexual, queer pe- people that are attracted to the people in that type of her situation. She looks just like herself. Hot. She looks great. No, she looks great. But hold on. 
She probably got Botox, but you know, I mean, I'm of about course, to go get some in two hours. Yeah. No, no. Okay. So if you look at her now, if you look at her from no, yeah, she she definitely got a nose job. I mean, hey, I don't think she. I've had a many nose job at all. I, no, she did not get a nose job. I bet you. I have one hundred percent no doubt in my mind. If you look at pictures back to now, but right. I've looked. At I'm going to do a side by side. Hold yeah, up a second. I've looked at her face so intensely that that's why I noticed. Like I loved her. Oh my god! I mean, still do big fan. And then I heard her an interview of her, and she was such a little sweetie pie that I. I was a big don't. Fan. First of all, she's also a really good singer. She's hot. All right, I'm going to put the side by side right now to go look and see. This is, we are so pathetic. Hold on. We, okay, I guess I can't. That app doesn't work. All right, wait, you guys were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I stand by what I stand by. Um, okay, from when I saw it on Instagram, I, um, I thought she was not recognizable. Now I do find her recognizable. I mean, let me, let me just ask the, the, the queer people out here. Is. Who are who are oh, like, maybe she maybe she yeah, hell yeah but but I'm not saying it like it's a bad thing I'm just saying it I just it was when I first saw it I was like I it was I know I really noticed it no I don't think she did I mean maybe it's I a really look, she, I think she's just she looks great by the way looks like, great not contesting like in her that 40s or something I don't know oh she looks great. she's a babe she's, oh, she's a babe of all babes great. And she had an interesting uh, career hubba, because hubba. she was so hot in the 90s. Yeah. And then it was like, she did that one show, Ghost or something, or something with Ghost. The one I loved was where I really was thought she shined was when she played that massage therapist. <laughs> I'm in such what? a creepy man. It wasn't a hit, I don't think. Mm-hmm. It was that Lifetime movie where she was the massage therapist, I think, slash her. A Lifetime movie? Why? No, it was a TV show. Wait, hold on. Watch- and she was an she was an executive producer on to um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I, I think it actually went on for a bunch of seasons. Massage therapist, and there was like crimes happening. You don't know what I'm talking about? No, but the I client do I do. list. That's what it was. Wait, can I read you what the show is about? Please, please. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. Oh God, my love. Okay. Okay, this was 2004. Okay, you're about to really be a big right, I just graduated here. high school. I'm still closeted. I'm working at Michael's Arts and Crafts. I'm about to go in for one semester of community college before I went off to SAIC. Oh, I don't know you went to did a semester of community college. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Um, we, we don't have we didn't have money. <laughs> that's great though. Like, good for you. I I neighbor Gatsy has some funny he was just talking about his time in community college where he was like he was like, I went to community college, but I was, he was like, they didn't even want to let me into that. He was like, I was yeah. in the remedial, like the pre-community college courses where it I was, was just in called like a math. remedial art, a math class in community college. Cause I can't do math. And luckily when I went to art school, they didn't require math class. So I was like, really? Oh, work. I'll go to art we can, school. Yeah. No, I think that that, I mean, that's something that's like such a beautiful, like the, you know. All right, I'm going to read. Okay. It was called The Client List. The Client List is a television film. I thought it was a TV show. What? The Client List is a television film that premiered on Lifetime in 2010. It starred Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, 
and was directed by Eric something. The film is a fictionalized dramatization. Fucking obviously it's a fictionalized dramatization. Also, we've got, it's a TV movie on Lifetime. Like we've... Yeah, I I love it when they say... I would be glad to have the opportunity, but to go from her, I think it's probably not a good career movie. Well, well, it was a great show. But so let me tell you. It's a movie. It wasn't even a show. When they call it, right. When they call it a fictionalized dramatization, but you have a mega celebrity in it. Like, yeah, we know that. Like, we're, no one's thinking like, oh. Well, it's also oh. not the OJ show on FX. Like, right. it's not a dramatization of a trial. Like, right. it's on Lifetime. Okay. Right. The budget is going to be three rooms in the back of a Staples in Burbank, California. Like, it's not. Yes, this show, this might be my favorite show. So this, the film is- It's a, a movie. It's not a show. Well, I'm telling you, I think they made it into a movie. I mean, a show too. Because it was that successful. I'm actually like, I'm sure that they did. But so- um, I just say of all the things that she's done in her career, and she's done a lot. Yes. But wait till you hear the plot. Wait, wait. Is what you remember so her for. It takes, and I remembered Scream. I didn't love Scream. Well, she wasn't in Scream, I thought. I think she, she was, was. In, like, I, 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 I know what you did oh, last Oh, I know what you summer. did last summer. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't love that. I didn't love that. I, I get scared very easily. I, I, you know, so the plot is it follows Sam Horton, a mother of three who becomes a prostitute to meet her financial obligation. What? Yes, she does. Samantha and Rex Horton, this is the plot, are unemployed and struggling to provide for their three children and keep their home. Desperate to stave off foreclosure, Samantha takes it in the ass every Tuesday. They Desperate didn't to, write no, no, that in the description. Desperate to stave off foreclosure. Samantha and Wikipedia, on IMDb. Samantha, Samantha blows everyone, but in just, the just ass. likes it. <laughs> Desperate to stave off foreclosure, Samantha takes a job at a massage parlor. Ah, but quickly learns it's a house of prostitution. What? With the internal motto, beats the hell out of waitressing. That's absolutely awful. As the Hortons are down to their last dollar, Samantha stays and quickly becomes one of the most popular employees. Yeah. Being very personable with her clients. Hand jobs. While her earnings increase, she hides the true nature of her job from her family. Yeah, I fucking hope she doesn't tell her kids. Not that there's anything wrong with it. And friends. No, there's even, nothing wrong with sex work, by the way. Right. Absolutely. 100% agree. I was just mean because her kids are little, but yes, Exactly. Even while lavishing them with expensive gifts, Rex, Rex later finds work again himself. Sam's popularity causes another problem, exhaustion, affecting her relationships. One of her, her clients- Her right hand is exhausted. <laughs> I don't even remember this part. One of her clients gives her cocaine to keep her going. Meanwhile, a very what young masseuse- this- Has revealed the true nature of the parlor to a church group and public pressure on the mayor- who is up for re-election leads to a police raid, even though many of the fo- many on the force are also clients. Sam's arrest is shown live on television at the bar Rex frequents. Oh, drug supply is also found, leading to an additional. She must charge. have been desperate for work if she took on this role. No, it doesn't sound riveting. No, it sounds messy. And after bad. she gets released from jail, Samantha is confronted by several of the clients' wives. Let me tell you something. Wives, you should be fucking. How dare you approach the sex work about it? Take it, take it up with your husband. Number one, right. number Don't two, number two, number two. Have a little respect. Let me tell you, if I was with someone and I was like busy a lot, I'm not that or whatever, and then I found out they were just getting a sexual exchange somewhere, I'd be like, thank you so much for taking care of my partner while I was out trying to do shows. Well, that's only if. <laughs> okay, Emma. I well, I wouldn't want that. <laughs> I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want like another man like pounding them, but. 
I wouldn't want, I just wouldn't want to know about it. Like, like a soft if, hand job. If I was straight, if I was a straight woman and my husband wanted to get hand jobs or blow jobs, but I also can't picture what I would feel like as a straight woman. Maybe I'd feel ownership over that. I don't right. Know. Like I could never envision myself as a straight man ever. Right. Ever. Right. This movie seems wildly dramatic. You know what I was thinking as you were reading this? Mm. You and I should watch a Hallmark Christmas movie and then give our review. I hate those movies. No, they are the worst. Yeah. See, I like twists and turns. I like I like the drugs and the mayor and the small town. And like, I like that. Christmas when it's. Christmas, Christmas ones, but they're what I'm saying is like they're bad. Like the story is always the same. It's like girl who's like a business. Yamani Cassandra has a joke about this. Like this businesswoman. Oh yeah, she's a CEO. She goes back to her small town and like falls in love with a guy, and then debates on giving up her CEO position as a businesswoman <laughs> for this guy that's been like 24 it's hours. It's like total doofus guy who's like, I'm just trying to be the plumber. Right, Baby, right. I don't like, care what you do. Like, I'm just chopping the wood, you know, right. kind of like jokes with her, like, you know, like kind of like reads her a little bit. And she's like, right. mm, something's interesting about this guy. Like, yeah, he's uh, like, somehow I'm her business is on hold. Yeah. Because like one of the one of the Christmas movies I watched with my cousins was like the Christmas calendar or something. It was like this town and like there's this, this like, what were those event calendars called? Oh like, God. What were they called? I used to do them all the time. With the chocolate inside. Oh yeah, yeah. Advent, advent, advent calendars. calendars. Yeah. And so there was a giant advent calendar in town and she was like a businesswoman and her mother was also like this businesswoman. She came into town and her mom, I think she, oh, her mother was the head of like the New York Times and her right. daughter was like a reporter and she wanted to report on Christmas. So she went to this small town and she was like the reporter of the town and everyone in town's like the reporter. And then the mom, literally the mom Is was it like, called the reporter. It's something literally. Yeah. yeah. Like the Christmas reporter or something. Right. And the mother would literally, they never said what she did. She was never actually working. She was just in a business suit with people right. running around her fax machines, like noises right. that would be on the death star. And the mom would just be like, we're waiting for that story. I'm like, you're not waiting for the story. And then like she like the advent calendar finishes and it like has something to do with like the past and like it reveals something about the past and she falls in love with this guy. And then she like lives in the town with the guy and just like loves Christmas. And then that's just how it ends. Yeah. And then there was another movie. And then how do they pay for about- Oh, this one was the worst. This guy has a daughter and the wife died somehow. So like the dad's raising the daughter. The daughter's writing all these letters for Christmas because she wants her dad to like get married or like have a girlfriend or something. So then there's like this woman who works at the post office and she like is an elf for Santa, but no one mentions it. So like <laughs> just like in the somehow she, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Somehow and she's of course sexy, right? Like she's right, not right. she's like like long legs, everything. And so somehow she works in the post office, but then the head of the post office wants her fired. It's clearly like midday California, but they're all like in scarves and stuff. And this guy falls in love with her and then his daughter likes her, but she's like an elf and it's kind of creepy. Anyways. Wait, and, the like, daughter likes her like not sexually. Because she meets the daughter and then the daughter likes her like, you know, like, oh, like you could be like a good sister or like okay, a okay. mom or whatever. So Sorry, she I gated up. Had to marry Got it. Her. The dad was like in a band too, I think, and like mm. could like go back on tour. He has to like work hard in the post office for his daughter. Yeah, <laughs> out here. It just was like my cousins showed me that movie, and it was so bad. And it it literally looks like I took out my iPhone and was like, "In action!" Right. Like there was no second takes. Like everything was just like 
Go, move it, go quickly. We have right. no talk. Oh. Right, we've got one hour. We got to get this on. The music is some old faggot smoking cigarettes. Was just on a synthesizer, <laughs> just hitting different keys. Yeah, the, I mean, we need a was, soundtrack. Like, well, my uncle always wanted to sing. That, Kenny, I mean, doesn't matter. Get him in there. Literally, yes. That's it. That is it. Oh, my favorite Christmas movie is White Christmas. If you've not seen White Christmas, that's the Emily, one with the guy, the little boy. No, it's with Bing Crosby, who's like in his early hundreds, and he's playing like a thirty-year-old. Let me see. May your days be merry. I wanted to ask you about this, this thought I had, and I can't tell if it's. It, it, I'm meaning it as a joke, but I don't know if it sounds insensitive. Can I ask you about it? Wait, go ahead, because I was going to go into like what? What is this? I was okay. Saying. This is so. So. so I was trying to talk about how, okay, the the three, you know, New York tries to keep, th- Corona needs to be below 3% or otherwise right. that's the threshold now for sure. We're just scratching We're just, 3% yeah. right now. Now, I don't mean this in an insensitive way, but as someone who has had lived in New York for a long time, to me, I guess America is doing better than I thought because as someone who spent time in New York, I just automatically assumed at least like 8% of the population had a contagious disease that we like couldn't even begin to fathom. Like I thought that like 20% of people were addicted to Oxycontin, 8% or no, like 25% was clinically obese. This is a joke you're doing on stage. This I'm not doing it on stage, but this is something I've been thinking about. Like three percent if you sit if i take a pool of people from new york i would have been like before corona i would have been like oh for sure five percent has a disease that you cannot get rid of i have a good way to get into it but is that mean is that offensive do you know what i'm saying like i'm like yeah have you been on the subway three percent we're doing great that's what i was just you just hit it because what i was gonna say is if you're gonna do the joke you should say you know the fact that new york city has only three percent infection rate right now is shocking to me because the amount of rats I see on a daily basis yes. that I can see the bacteria floating exactly. off of them. Exactly. Corona is the best thing. Like the rats are jealous of things with Corona. They're like, oh, you got, you just got Corona? Like lucky you. Because Something like that, yeah. I don't know if it's insensitive though. Cause I, when I, because I, told, I asked, I was talking with my mom and I was like, you know, 3%, like, yes, this is scary. Yes, I understand that it gets more, but like I thought, at least I thought like 85% was addicted to drugs. Like, like 4% of people believe in Elvis still. And this is New York. We're not even getting into Florida. Like people, oh, like forget we've, Florida. we've traveled around. Like I've seen things like the, also it's like, I watch documentaries. Like we have a major drug problem. People are addicted to processed food, like sugar. Everything is, there's so many things that are so, alarming in that way in the red that I'm just surprised that all of a sudden they're like, Oh, this percent of people is this. We need to shut everything down. What? When did, since when did they give a fuck? Like mass incarceration. Can you send Tyler the link? Because he just texted us saying, are we ready to record? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Can you text him the link? I didn't mean to cut you off in that story, but he's, I'm like, he's gotta be so confused. Does that make sense, though? What it I'm makes saying? perfect sense. I don't think it's offensive. At I don't all. want it Look. to sound like I'm like against. Like I think Corona is not that big a deal. That's not what I'm getting at. But also, I'm like three percent. I mean, literally, if if it was seventy five percent, I could get it. But three percent after being like three percent, even in my hometown. Okay, three percent of the people. What? Okay, like there was these kids that used to just drive by and shoot stop signs with BB guns, and then like 
sometimes the bullet, the BB bullets would bounce off and like hit their own truck and then they would still keep doing it. That that's a, that's a certain percentage of the town. We used to go for fun. We used to go drive in mud. Like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> surprised that 3% of the population is, is spewing something that we can't control. I uh, thought right. that was just you know a given. You know what it is though? It's that usually when there's something, did Tyler just jump in? He did. He did. Oh my God. Hey, Tyler. Sorry. Em and I were trying to be productive. So we, um, we started, started recording, recording early. All oh, good. Which, by the way, Emma, I like, I just want to point out if you're on our Patreon, you can see yes. us in recording. Emma is in Batman's lair. I like, know. It's like she's literally. My seen, lighting is not good. No, the lighting's great. It's the behind you. It's like this ominous, dark couch oh. that's kind of like. If Batman had like a yeah. man cave in his bat cave, it would look like that. Yeah. It's true. Um, Tyler, we're talking about uh, coronavirus. I think you make a good point, Emma, where it's like when you live in a big city and there's so much happening all the time, it's shocking to think that it wasn't something else that had already gotten all of us because we're all with each other all the time. Right. It's true. It's just 3%, that number to me doesn't seem like it's like, yeah, 3% has a Some very contagious disease. disease. I thought that was 8%. Minimum. Are minimum. Take, are y'all going to take the vaccine? I don't know. Are you? Um, I mean, it's pretty suspicious. Right. Um, usually the vaccines take a long time to like figure out. I, I guess. think no. I think I'm going to wait a little bit. I'm taking shit tons of vitamins. Um, you're going to take it. I don't know. I mean, I guess if they were like the only way you can fly internationally is if you take the vaccine, I'd give in and be like, well, whatever, I'll take it. But I already had it. So like, aren't we immune? The New York times just an article that says, even if you don't have antibodies, if you had it, you're immune. Really? I've heard something along those lines. I mean, that's a a wild paraphrase. I just did there. (laughs) Mateo, they say your name. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, at first I thought that I would, but then the more I've been thinking about it, the more I like have been just taking vitamins and still wearing the mask. I still feel like I'm okay doing that for a little while longer. And then, you know, I'm comfortable being inside too. Like I'm pretty comfortable. You're ready for shutdown round two. No, I'm not. And I don't think it's our podcasts are already in lockdown. I don't think it's going to shut down round two. If, if, if it does, and that's what needs to happen, I'm all for it. But I really, but everyone else thinks I'm wrong, but I think the New York 10 o'clock curfew is good enough. I don't, what do I know? I'm not a professional. No, I don't. For some reason. I mean, watch, we'll both be eating our own words, but like, I don't think that they're going to do a shutdown. Tyler, do you think they're going to shut down New York? No, I feel like it's what they maybe should do, but Cuomo is really in set in like kind of set on being like, I'm the best at handling this. So I feel like he can't for his reputation. I mean, oh, I would, to, would to want be to. fair, we are one of the lowest rates in the country. One still. of the lowest rates. And also the thing is, what's great about the 10 p.m. curfew is like when I would be out past 10 and I would walk by bars there would be a serious difference between walking by a bar at at 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. in terms of people 
body language, closeness, because they're drinking. Like, think about it. Think who you would want to sleep with at 6 p.m. or 10 p.m. if you're out having drinks. Uh, There we go. You know, (laughs) it's true. Like, we all know beer goggles. Like, that's like, we get, you just, it it impairs your judgment. It's part of why you do it. But, and and someone was like, well, people would just start drinking earlier. I don't think so. People have, like, jobs and stuff. So I think that the 10 o'clock makes it so then, like, I, I kind of have enjoyed it being like last night I did have a show. I did end up having the show that wasn't canceled and it was indoors, but it was in this like giant room and everyone got their temperature checked. And it was like a whole thing. Was it at New house. Oh, okay. I don't know. But it's spelled N E U. They were advertising it. So it wasn't a secret show. Well, because I've done trivia nights. Trivia is allowed. Trivia and religion That's what I'm is saying. allowed. Like certain places, I've done trivia, so right. I do like Mariah Carey trivia or like right. opera trivia, or whatever. And, and karaoke is allowed too. Which I, I would walk. That my can't place. be possible. No, karaoke. I, I walk my place and it was like all windows and people were in there in it, like doing karaoke. And I was like, How can there be a coronavirus, like a pandemic happening, and people are like, I want to dance with somebody? Yeah, like, I walked what? by and I was like, What? I don't know. Well, I love how like bowling alleys were like one of the first things. Oh. Like they're like, all right, what do we open first? Schools, gyms, restaurants? No, no, we got to open bowling alleys. Like I go to a bowling alley maybe once a year. I mean, maybe. Ma- maybe. Maybe. You're with family and you're really looking for something to do. Like you're like, fine, we'll fucking bowl. Or what about what would you think if someone wanted to go on a date to a bowling alley? Ah, uh, that'd be a red say, flag. I would say no. Yeah, I'd say, okay, that's a red flag. You're the type of person that's going to push activities, and I really don't want to do that. Well, I'm it also sounds shit. like someone who thinks that you have to do, like, all these, ex- like, extra things on, like, extracurricular activities yeah, no, no. on a date. Like, we'll learn more about each other if we work as a team. We yeah, can, no. 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 We're not doing this. Yeah, this I'm not, I'm not putting on a show on 34. It. Yeah, like. Also, no. I don't need you to see how bad I am at bowling. Right. Strangers' shoes. Also, they they better be bad at bowling too, because what kind of asshole invites someone on a bowling date to show off how good they are at bowling? An asshole slash loser. I'd leave. We Uh, went bowling as a crew right before the corona. I mean, that does sound kind of fun. (laughs) No, it doesn't. But we wasn't fun. Me and my crew went right. So me, Bob, Monet, Patty, Nick, Kennedy. It sounds kind of fun. It was very fun, and we were all expecting Nick to lose. Because Nick oh, is. Oh, no. You never expect Nick to lose. That he, guy will is a winner. And then Nick wins. Oh, yeah. And he could oh, he was barely practicing. pick up the bowling ball and he won. Oh, he was pretending he could barely pick it up. No, he's literally that weak. Nick is so weak. I bet he's he, never he bet against that man. That man is a genius. Like, <laughs> was it his idea to go bowling? I think it was maybe Bob's idea to go bowling or maybe Jacob's idea. I bet Nick made it, made, planted the seed, made them think it was their idea. And then he fucking killed it. He, he, like, I wouldn't want to play poker against him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I bet he, he's a, he's a, he's a genius. He, like, that's someone where I'm like, ah, I wouldn't even, you know, if he was like, want to play basketball? I don't even know what, is this a football or a basketball? Should we do it for money? I'd be like, I, I see, I know what you're doing. And no. Let's see if he'll pick up. He probably won't. We call each other all day, and now is the one time he's not going to pick up the phone.
You guys want to hear some crazy Thanksgiving drama? Yeah, of course. So I'm not going home for my a plan originally, as it is every year, was to go to Boston for Thanksgiving. Right. So this year I wrote my mom. I was like, hey, obviously, probably not a good idea. Um, I was like, I already, my mom's in Cape Cod. So I was like, I already have my ticket to Boston, though. I was like, I could come to Boston, stay for five days, and then take a walk with you on the fifth day if we do it outside after I've been tested. I was like, I'm down to that. She's like, great. And I can pick you up at 7 a.m. on Thanksgiving and we can go to Cape Cod. And I was like, oh, no, I no. I was like, no way. What are you, what? So then she sends me an email and she's like, Nick, her boyfriend, Nick's not comfortable doing an indoor Thanksgiving this year since you've been traveling. I was like, well, Nick and I are totally on the same page. Remember? Right, right. As you stated earlier. Yeah, as I said earlier, I was like, I don't want to do it. And she was like, I'm really disappointed. Like, I feel like, you know, we could still be six feet apart. And I was like, no. Yeah, I was really surprised. So then she was like, of all people, your mother. I know, I'm surprised. And she was like, your sister's now saying she doesn't know if she wants to do something indoors. I was like, well, neither of us do. Because my niece and nephew are going to daycare and Katie's working out with clients. So she... We were like, no, mom, neither of us do, but it's ob- it's not personal. It's obviously Corona. What are you talking about? And she was like, she was like, well, I, like, so no one wants to do anything for Thanksgiving. We were like, no, no. <laughs> well, the compromise is I was like, look, I'm willing to come up to Boston and be there for the five days just so we can go on a walk on Saturday. I was like, mm-hmm. that's worth it to me. Do a little walk, you know, outdoors. Right. It's going to be cold as fuck. So she's like, she's like, wow. And then I called her again. How are you doing? She goes, shitty. And I was like, mom. And then she's like, and then this is what we get to the root of what the real issue is. She goes, well, I bought so much turkey. And now I don't know what I'm supposed to do with all the turkey. She goes, well, I know what, what I'm going to have to do now is I'm going to have to make the turkey. I'm going to have to drive it up. I'm going to have to leave it in the lobby in Cambridge. Because otherwise, what are you doing? And I was like, I am entertaining myself. I have no, like, no problem doing this. She was like, wow. We got to get the turkey, the turkey, the turkey, the turkey. So she's calling my sister's husband. What are we going to do about the turkey? I have got enough turkey for a bunch of people. I, you know, so now the plan is, and me, and me, my sister and her husband, none of us want to all be in the same car either. Now the plan is my sister and husband are going to rent the car. I'm going to drive their car. We're going to drive to Cape Cod. We're going to eat turkey outside. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> Where my mom is in Cape Cod is on the water. It's going to be fucking freezing. So we're all going to sit far apart and eat turkey outside and then go for a walk and then go home. And we, I was like, mom, it's going to be freezing. She's like, well, it, we need to, otherwise, how are we going to get rid of the turkey? I was like, give it to a, someone in need. Go bring it to a homeless shelter or put it in the freezer and use it a couple months down the road yeah. or cut the meat and freeze the meat. That's a million like, who, thing that also, who cares? Turkey. Yeah. And also, I mean, truly, who cares? I mean. Also, before you buy a giant turkey, giant turkey. consult with people who already, I already bought it. Well, don't just assume. You know, I already bought it. I, I didn't, I didn't know. I thought it would be me, Deke, Katie, and the kids. And I thought, you know, we have a, she keeps talking about this leaf on the table. She's like, I thought if we added the leaf in the table, it'd be fine. You know, Nick's not comfortable. And I was like, no one's comfortable. Literally. No, Elsa, we're trying to protect Ooh. you. And literally CNN right now is like, don't go home. And I forwarded her an Everyone. article. That said, just because you had a rapid test, it doesn't mean you're safe to be around family. So I was like, right. that's, I was like, I'm not getting in a car with you and we can't be inside. I was like, I've been, we, yes, I'm getting the rapid test. I feel comfortable doing other stuff, you know, but I was like, it, it just being in a car, like, hey, you're in your seventies. Like, I don't know. 
So it's just been but the idea of us all sitting outside on the lawn eating turkey like six feet windy, blistering, like freezing. Just like this turkey is amazing. You're gonna, you know what? You're gonna feel like you're all on the Titanic as it's sinking. Yeah. Do you think Cold, I should just knock the night off the uh, off the I'll seat? I'll do a walk, but the idea of sitting and eating turkey outside with my mm-hmm. my special mm-hmm. uncle who gets cold easily, I was like, "What the fuck?" I, look, it's this is the one year we just don't have to do the holidays or do it over fucking Zoom. Zoom, yeah, There's maybe I'll zoom in. There, I'm gonna get a cold. Yeah, you're gonna get sick. I mean, to me, doing a walk with my niece and nephew outside, that is worth it to me. Like, I just want to see them. So to do a walk is great. But to sit outside and there's no, I mean, it's like, it's beautiful. It's on the water. That's part of the attraction. Freezing. Maybe that's nice in August. Yes. But fucking freezing. So for Thanksgiving, it's always my dad's side of the family. So it's always like, Five people. Oh, that's nice. I, I would think you would have a huge Thanksgiving. Well, no, we do big Christmas. Christmas, uh, Christmas is my mom's side. There always has to be like a compromise. So like for Thanksgiving, it's usually the my mom's sister's husband's side of the family who, who does something. Although my aunt Cindy has my grandparents over. but um, mm. And what but are they doing the, now? Lockdown? No, they're going to drive all the way to Georgia. To see my dad's sister, my aunt Karen. See, that's that's the other thing too. I was like, look, if you're an adult and you're careful, and everybody is consenting to what they're doing, and we know the risks and we know the rewards, okay, just don't endanger other people. Where you, you know, do all that stuff. So, I mean, that's a long ass drive. But they're like, we're gonna stop off in Tennessee. I was like, just please be careful. Like you're going to hot spots and places that people don't wear masks. Like, just come on. Like you can be careful. I mean, look, when I, when we stopped in gas stations, um, it's fine. It's easy to stay away from people. The only thing that was like, that I had to think about was like, okay, obviously when you do the pump, then you need to sanitize, like stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But. Unless you're in Jersey and they do the pump for you. Yeah. Isn't that lovely. I love that. I can't believe they're going to drive to, to, I mean, people want to be around each other. No, I too. get it. I get it. I just, it's like, but I, I mean, I'm not doing any, I'm probably going to make a lasagna and have it with like two other people. Yeah. Bob, I, Bob was supposed to come back home and then he's oh, like, nice. I'm not flying right now. I know. Like, I'm staying right in LA. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. And that was the other, cause I, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm just like trying to figure out. I was like, mom, the only reason also that I'm still coming up now is just that this is what the the plan was. And that's where I was going to be for the week anyway. So I was like, this is just, but then part of me, I was like, maybe I just shouldn't even go up. So I'm not even tempting. Cause when she was saying like, oh, I'll pick you. She, my sister sent an email with the two options. We'll do a walk why don't you, why don't or you we'll just... do dessert outside. And my mom was like, wait, Emma. I'll pick Emma up at 7 a.m. And we were like, for what? No, no, you're not. not. Here's my suggestion to you. I'll sneak in turkey. Don't even worry about it. You and your sister put your foot down and say, we're not coming. We'll do it over yeah. Zoom. And that's that. Or what about I'm sorry a about your turkey, but we're, I'm not spending seven days in total in isolation right. <laughs> to have freezing cold turkey outside on a blistery day. No. You know what part of it is sometimes with the quarantine too? So the idea of seven days and it would be five. No, yeah, seven. 
days in Boston, part of me was like, wow, there's something about Boston that's so comforting to me. And I was like, it is like, I was like, I'll just do work from there. There's some parts of the quarantining that are like a vacation in a way that we've never had before. And it's like, I can stay in, spend zero money and just incubate in a way where it's like, there's been no other time in our life. Look, what I'm trying to get at is there is a certain amount of takeaway from this notion of quarantining. Cause like we used to never be like, you get to the city, you do the thing, you leave. Right now. It's like, wow. Giving your, in the past when I go Thanksgiving, go home, try to do a show that night, mm-hmm. see family, boo boo. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, Oh, this is excessive. But mm-hmm. there is something nice about giving yourself those days to just, am I getting lazy? No, I think. Yes, I, I want seven days to do nothing. I'm getting lazy. This, that's lazy. I mean, here's two the days thing. is one if thing. Because there's no rush to do anything else, your body's able to do that. If this was another time, you'd have too much on your plate to say, I can't, I, I'm going to do seven days. So now you're like, seven well, I got, days. But you got, what else are we doing? No one's doing anything else. Right. So it's like, why not do seven days? Just why not? I mean, part Crazy. of me that looks back, that we're nostalgic about everything, right? So it's right. like, even like the first two months of quarantine, I already look back and think, well, it wasn't so bad. Like I gave myself a schedule. I started cooking more. Yeah. I slept more. I talked to Bob, Monet, Jacob, Nick, Patty. Did you learn day. more about money? Because, and, and I don't mean to be, no. I know. I just I'm very good with money though. Okay. So I want to acknowledge, I know that I'm speaking from a place of privilege and I'm sure it's an eye roll to people that are like, you fucking, to me, all of a sudden, this was like such a wake up. Cause all of a sudden I was like, okay, I, this is how much money I spend a month. I already kind of knew that. But mm-hmm. I was like, and this had been how much I made and now that's gone to zero. So all of a sudden I was like, shuffling stuff around in a way that I had, I've never like cooked at home like this or. Oh, I was ready. I I've cook, never done that. I clean. I, let me tell you something. When I was working right out of college, I was working as a storyboard artist, as a freelance storyboard artist for an agency. The way you get paid is you do the drawings, you get paid 60 days later. God. And take out 30% for your taxes, 10% to the agent. 60 so days? 30 to 60 days later is when you get your paycheck. Invoice everything. So I was 22 and I had to start saving money, learn how to save money, learn right. how much I could spend. So I've always been a saver. That's save, great. save, save, save. So when quarantine hit, I was like, I know that I'm okay for a certain amount of time. Right. Because I was panic saving. Right. See, that's great. You should try to find like a low risk. I mean, a bond is, you know, you, I, I, a bond, a bond is like with something with the bank that gives you like a higher percentage, uh-uh. like having it sitting in your account. Nothing, but, but it's one hundred percent risk. It's risk averse because it's a bond with the bank. That, but it's low risk, low reward. But it's still you more of a percent than just having it sit in the bank. I, I personally think you can buy. So with stocks, there's these things called ETFs, which is like a group of stocks together. So it's also lower risk. Mm. But like, it's still a little bit of a risk. But if you get a bond, there's no risk. So then if you have the savings, so you could do a six month bond. And then you would just get a little bit more money back. I refuse. I don't want anyone else touching my. I know, but this is how they, they're just, this is how they, this is how the system's rigged against you. Cause they try to, t- they, they, they are trying to, they're basically trying to get you. 
to not do that. But I, but like ever since I was little, like that's like what they, like it's like, this is, you have to do that, but that you got to do that if you have it. Any amount to say, if you're like, oh, I'm not going to touch this thousand dollars for like six months, pop it in a bond. No. Because then you get 3% back. <laughs> then you get 3% no, back. I don't trust any of it. The, you can trust, trust that. It. Because like here's, here's why you can trust cash it. Cash under my mattress. I but see. here's why you can trust it. Because the system is so fucked. You can, it's so fucked in a way that that fuckery, you can always trust that the people rigging the system will rig it towards themselves. And that's what they rigged. The markets, capitalism, the stock market will go up again because the people who I'm like pointing at random stuff. I don't even know who it is or what it is. I don't, that I have no idea. I that's why I don't trust it because I don't know the, who or what it is. The people, because the day that stuff is not still cooking is Armageddon because those people will always, they make the rules. So they will make sure they're out on top. I'm not for it. I would love to dismantle it, but that it is how it is. Does that make any sense? I'm not smart enough to know anything other than what I just said. I, first of all, and I, barely understood what you just said i mean i was barely hanging on it's it's <laughs> you're like me in an argument you're like me with the women i argue with oh my god i'm barely hanging on i'm like uh, i just have to like hold on to like one word they said i'm like did you say potato yeah <laughs> i understood that <laughs> and they're like no i said poor you because your negative attitude and you're the, like i gotta go the system is rigged so i know the system we rigged. know that but the way no, I, that it's rigged, those you can trust putting your money in a bond because that's where the people who created the system, they put their money in things. So their money makes them more money. And if those things this? collapse, I make got, my own money and leave it. No one else touches it. But because the, but then that money could be making you some more money. I don't. I mean, no. look, I'm awful with money. I only know those things just because I was like privy to hearing them when I was little. Now, I mean, now I like I'm, I've I've like given I've like walked away from that because I'm, you know, I'm staying in a like a room in someone's apartment in Hill's Kitchen. Like I don't have an apartment. Are you the whole apartment or just in a room? Just in a room. And let me tell you, it's fucking oh. amazing. The guy oh, lives on the top floor. We haven't seen each other once. I get my own bathroom. Separate. Oh, work. Okay. Same, same entrance. <laughs> Haven't seen the guy, he, but he on the, uh, as board. long as you get Isn't your own crazy? bathroom, mm-hmm. fine. Oh, fine. I, that's the sanctuary. I, I have like such bathroom phobia. Like, where am I going to go to the bathroom? How am I going to go to the bathroom? What, you, like, so right. that makes it way better. We've been doing this for an hour, by yes. the way. Yes. Oh, actually, I have out. to go because I have my. Um, yes, go. Grading. I didn't realize. Um, this has been great. If this y'all. This has been so fun. And we'll do our Patreon later. Yes, we'll do Patreon later. Make sure to like and subscribe. Um, and uh, I think this is Tyler. Any last words you want to add? Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, Inside the Closet. Ask any questions, we'll answer it. All right, thank you guys. All right, bye, All you guys. Bye, guys. Star Bands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.